Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. to be honored. See, we forget so often, we don't consider the fact that we are merely His creation. Now, He values us more highly than that. Don't misunderstand what I'm driving at. He is so devoted to you. He loves you passionately and devotedly. But in terms of our position in the hierarchy of the cosmos, He made us. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that the Lord's timing is perfect and unchanging. What the Lord has set in motion, no one can change. In this fast-paced world, it's easy to have little patience when waiting on the Lord's timing. But His timing is perfect, and if you wait on Him, He won't disappoint you. He sees ahead and knows just what you need and when. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. That was what David understood. Your gentleness through the passing of time consistently holding me accountable, consistently correcting me as a perfect father. See, that's what he wants to do in your life. And it breaks his heart to look at you and realize that far too many of you are content to remain mediocre. Just absolutely just breaks his heart because his gentleness could make you great if you'll cooperate, if you'll be teachable. Now, I could stop right there, but I need to deal with the rest of this, which I'm not all that excited about, if you can't tell. But point number two, point number two, is that God's order is unchanging. God's order is unchanging, and and it needs to be honored. See, we forget so often, we don't consider the fact that we are merely His creation, Now, he values us more highly than that. Don't misunderstand what I'm driving at. He is so devoted to you. He loves you passionately and devotedly. But in terms of our position in the hierarchy of the cosmos, he made us. He made us. We don't have any place, you know, to to dictate to him or to tell him how it ought to be. I mean, this is his... Creation. It's his design. It's he put this whole thing, you know, he thought it up and then he spoke it into being. And it's it's his system, it's his order, it's his creation, it's his heaven, and he has designed it and structured it to work a certain way. And when we cooperate with that, we do well. And when we violate it, we suffer. 
That's the bottom line of everything that's said in this passage. Paul was writing to the church in Corinth. Corinth was a place of promiscuity. It was, you know, we've talked about it so many times over the last uh, several many weeks here that Corinth was a, a, a port city. There were over a thousand temple prostitutes, you know, the vestal virgins to the goddess Venus. The temple sat on the hillside outside of Corinth and the way they presented themselves to the public and to the sailors, the way you could distinguish them from, from other women was that they didn't wear the traditional veil and head coverings that the other women wore. And quite often they would shave their heads even. You know, it's funny to me. I remember a time in South Beach when it was not difficult to spot the prostitutes. It's tough today. It's tough today. It was getting hard in some circles in Corinth. And so Paul was addressing, and it's very different, you know, culturally, but that's what he's, that's what he's talking to them about, in essence, and, and what we're going to get into. But he, he wants us to understand that, that God is the one who established an order with, within his creation. You need to know that the head of every man is Christ. That's a non-negotiable. That's just, it, it is what it is. Now, some of us have come to understand that and we have willingly prostrated ourselves at his feet and said, you are king in my life. You're my master and I acknowledge that. I recognize it. I welcome it because I know that your plan is perfect and mine is not. And one day, every knee will bow, Philippians chapter 2 says, and every tongue will confess that you're Lord. And so I'm doing it willingly. One day... People will do it because they have to, because he demands it, as he has every right to do. He is Lord of all. He's the head of man. He goes on here and says the head of woman is man. Ouch. Not really. That's one of the distortions. That's one of the things that's been completely misunderstood. It's been abused. It's been misapplied. It's, it's just... It's been violated. It's been violated by men and women who didn't understand it accurately. See, what, what the Bible teaches clearly is that it's not an issue of value. It's not an issue of ability. It's not an issue of equality. It's an issue of order. It's an issue of order. He's talking about, in one sense, source. He's talking about direction. He, he's He's talking about guidance, and yes, he is talking about authority, but again, not, not in the way that we often think of it. You know, what I just described, I came to Jesus, and, and let me explain to you real quickly how that happened. 25 years ago, give or take, 26, one night I was drunk out of my mind and realizing that I was behaving stupidly. I was in my car, I was driving, and I shouldn't have been driving. I was way too drunk. To drive, and it, it, that occurred to me. I realized it. And as I was thinking to myself, this is really stupid, there was like an answering thought. I realized it was God. It wasn't an audible voice. It wasn't anything mystical or weird, except for the fact that though it had never, ever happened before, I just knew this is God. And what he said to me is, Robert, you've lived your whole life this way, and all I want to do is teach you to get it right. I'm God. I know how it's intended to be. I know how it's supposed to work. I'll show you. I'll teach you if you'll just let me. 
And to be honest, I didn't have a great attitude at that moment. But I realized, he's God. This is God. And my response was, if I remember this tomorrow morning, we got a deal. (laughs) I'm just being transparent with you. That was my commitment to Christ. It was no big religious thing. It was just, all right, if I remember this tomorrow, we got a deal. Because I was, you know, bourbon and beer all night will do that to you. The next morning, the first thing I thought of when I woke up was almighty creator God stepped into my world and said, wake up. Like, okay. I mean, it was just life changing. And in that instant, I said, I want to know you and I will obey what you show me because I don't, I came to the conclusion, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. And it just makes sense that you would. It just makes sense. So show me. If you'll show me, I'll do it the way you show me to do it. I'll do my best to, to do what you tell me. I submitted myself willingly to his authority. I came to him and, and because I realized how good he is. I, I realized, you know, he's proven his devotion to me at the cross. He's demonstrated his love. Look at Ephesians chapter 5. In Ephesians 5.22, Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, 5.22. He says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. And he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be subject to their own husbands and everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any other such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. No one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Paul says, I'm talking about the relationship that Jesus has with his bride. Verse 33, nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. See, men, listen to me. What the Bible says to us as men, as, as husbands or people who will be, We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 